This is a health warning from Dr. Approved Medical, America's trusted resource for back braces. If you're 65 or older and suffering from back pain, you may qualify to receive an advanced pain-relieving back brace at little or no cost to you. Many people are now using our pain-relieving back brace as an alternative to surgery or harmful medications and experience pain relief that they haven't felt in years. Don't let your back pain turn into something worse. Remember, if you qualify for no money out of pocket, there's nothing to lose and only real pain relief to gain. Our friendly team of experts will handle all paperwork and we'll deliver it for free. 800-507-1148. Your pain relieving back brace may be covered by Medicare at little or no cost to you. Call our hotline now and get free shipping plus a complimentary easy to use pedometer. 800-507-1148. 800-507-1148. Little to no cost with full insurance payment, copay and deductible supply promo subject to qualification while supplies last. Is it time? Let's do this. It's time for Real Golf Radio, the longest-running nationally syndicated golf show in the country. With insights and experience of professional golfer Bob Casper, son of Hall of Famer Billy Casper, and the passion and, uh, well, fun of Brian Taylor. Nice. Here they are, the hosts of Real Golf Radio, Brian and Bob. Hello there and welcome to this special 148th Open Championship Preview Edition of Real Golf Radio. I'm Brian Taylor alongside Bob Casper, son of Hall of Famer and legendary golfer Billy Casper. we got a great show for you today as we look forward to the Open Championship returning to Northern Ireland for the first time in 68 years. It's also the final major championship of the season. Glory's last shot, might you say. That was the old PGA Championship logo. But uh, we've got uh, a great lineup. Greg Allen from RTE Radio in Ireland joins us for an inside preview of the golf course and the excitement building in Northern Ireland. Jeff Babineau joins us. America's favorite caddy stops by, and we're really pleased to welcome back to the show our good friend and the 96 Open champion, Tom Lehman will stop by as well. We'll talk about last week's amazing finish at the 3M Open with Matt Wolf and his quirky swing but amazing game capturing his first win on the PGA Tour plus some surprise in Utah 14-year-old girl making it to match play in the oldest continuously held golf tournament in the world the Utah State Amateur. He's She's the daughter of Boyd Summerhays who's the coach for Tony Finau and, uh, and others out there on the PGA Tour and Grace Summer Hayes is making news at the age of 14 with her game. We'll talk about all that straight away right here on Real Golf Radio. Bob, uh, good morning to you. Great to be with you. And uh, this is the time of year we look forward to that old breakfast in the British Open. Yeah, we got to get up early, but it's certainly fun to watch. It's different than any of the other major championships. And I'm really excited to see what's going to play out next week in Northern Ireland. You know, what's interesting is, you know, you come to this point in the year, um, yeah, it's it's another major championship. But in past years, it's kind of, yeah, it's another one in the final ones in, you know, next month. This is really cool because it's building to this crescendo of uh, of the Open Championship or the British Open, as we call it over here in the United States. 
and um, and it's the last one of the year. It's it's pretty crazy that we've gotten this far already. It makes sense to now refer to the winner of this event as the champion golfer of exactly. the year because it is the final major. This is the last time. So, yeah, you carry that. There isn't another major. It's not as if you can be the champion golfer of the year and then the next month go to the PGA Championship in the U.S. and miss the cut, for instance, or finish yeah. 10th. You know, the yeah. champion golfer of the year, you'll be the final major of the win- winner of the year before Augusta rolls around. Around. I think it's uh, it's spectacular. I can't wait to see what Royal Port Rush looks like for these players. I think it's going to be a phenomenal event and, of course, a myriad of storylines to talk about. We'll get into all of it. Coming up next, as we mentioned, really good stuff. But first, got to talk some Matt Wolf. Are you kidding me? What a finish on the PGA Tour of the 3M Open last week. We'll talk about it next. Hey guys, losing your hair sucks, and I should know. I've lost mine. And two out of three guys will experience hair loss by the time they're 35. Well, it might be too late for me, but it's not too late for you. Now there's Keeps, the easiest and most affordable way to keep the hair you have. These FDA-approved products used to cost so much, but now, thanks to Keeps, they're finally inexpensive and easy to obtain. For five minutes now and starting at just 10 bucks a month, you'll never have to worry about your hair loss again. So you just sign up, it takes less than five minutes, answer a few simple questions, snap a couple photos, and you complete your online doctor consultation. A licensed physician will review your info. They'll recommend the right treatment for you, and then it's shipped right to your door every three months. Keeps offers generic versions of the only two FDA-approved hair loss products that are out there. And Keeps treatments are up to 90% effective at reducing and stopping further hair loss. So if you suffer from hair loss, the last thing you want to do is wait to see a doctor. For a limited time, you receive your first month of treatment for free. Go to Keeps.com slash golf. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash golf. Do it today. Keeps.com slash golf. What kind of golf ball are you playing? The one you've always played or the one that can actually help you perform better? Because Chrome Soft is the only ball with a graphene-infused dual soft fast core to give you the unheard of combination of crazy long distance that's also incredibly soft. It's why tour guys like Phil Mickelson, Xander Shoffley, and Francesco Molinari keep winning with it. And now Chrome Soft X is available with triple track technology for improved alignment. Get the ball that changed the ball today at CallawayGolf.com. The new OGO Alpha Convoy golf bags set a new standard for what cart bags should be. The new OGO Shadow Fuse 304 stand bag is ultra sleek, but there's nothing simple about it. The OGO Alpha is inspired by tactical military gear and high performance equipment from the outdoor industry. While the Shadow's integrated design and finest performance materials work seamlessly to deliver absolute efficiency for unmatched performance. Both are in stores now or check it out at OGO.com. So you've thought about LASIK surgery, but you're hesitant. I get it. It's your eyes, and while it's a hassle to deal with contacts and glasses, the thought of a laser in your eye sounds painful and scary. Well, let me tell you, I had the same feelings until I went to Hoops Vision for my free evaluation. I was super impressed with the time they spent, and they put all my concerns to rest. I left excited and confident knowing that I was in the best hands with the latest technology. The day of the surgery was easy. No pain, comfortable massage chairs, and warm chocolate chip cookies to help me relax. And then the miracle. Within a few minutes, I could see. It's an amazing feeling, and now I can see where my golf ball goes, and I enjoy wearing sunglasses and not dealing with contacts that dry up out in the sun and the wind. It's why major champions like Mike Weir chose Hoops Vision. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with new techniques such as smile and camera, there are more options than ever before. Visit HoopsVision.com today and schedule your free consultation. Mention Real Golf Radio, and you could save $1,000 off your procedure. More choices, more experience, better vision at Hoops Vision. 
Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us as we preview the 148th Open Championship. Uh, the segment brought to you in part by Callaway Golf, the number one driver in major championships, major tours worldwide, and of course at retail, more of you are all choosing to play the Epic Flash Driver with artificial intelligence. Check it out if you haven't done so at CallawayGolf.com. And might I add, the custom shop provides for a really cool opportunity to make that driver, that Epic Flash, your own. See it at Callaway Golf. Dot com. Bob, 148th Open Championship just around the corner. I'll tell you, one of my favorite things is uh-huh. the Open Campsite. I love this. They started doing this a few <laughs> years ago. I watched, I'm not sure exactly how many years ago. I became aware of it a few years ago. But if you're traveling over to the Open, the RNA sets up a spot, basically just a big open area, and it becomes a place to set up a tent or they have tents set up for you that you can essentially rent for a small fee. They got a shower and bathroom area all set up. They have food vendors there. It just sounds, what a cool thing to take a trip to Ireland, camp out in a tent and watch the world's best try to try to hoist the Clara jug. To me, it's just a cool thing. Well, and you know, if you're coming from the United States and you're into that uh, type of camping atmosphere and stuff like that, you can keep the price down if you want to go watch the Open Championship. Well, certainly cheaper than uh, getting a nice uh, four-star hotel or something along yeah, those lines, right? Sure. Yeah, yeah, or a bed and breakfast or whatever. Yeah, exactly. All right, we'll talk more about that again. Just one of the unique nuances of the Open, and I think the RNA does a great job on some of this. But I mentioned going into break, Matt Wolf, uh, which yes. by the way, Ryan Burr on Golf Channel has been driving me nuts the entire week talking about Matt Wolf. I, I had, a, <laughs> I mean, I had a friend growing up, and we used to tease him because he'd talk about he he pronounced Wolf Wolf. I, I don't know where you get this woof thing. It's W-O-L. There's a, there's a specific L that is in there, followed by a, two Fs in this case for his yes. last name. It is not woof. That, not two, zero, two O's. No, not two O's and two Fs. It's W-O-L-F. Yeah. It's wolf, not woof. And, and by the way, a wolf doesn't even say woof. So it's not like I don't know where the translation <laughs> is. I've never heard a wolf say woof. I agree. Okay, all right. So Ryan Burr, I'm at I'm I'm adding you right now. So just so you know, I'm I'm calling you out, buddy. All right. Anyway, w- what a finish, Bob. Uh, I mean, this guy who bursts onto the scene after what, an amazing college career at Oklahoma State and yes. the NCAA champ. Okay, that's all fine and well, but this guy has a swing that's not suited for professional golf. I mean, a swing like that with all those moving parts and the the outside takeaway. I mean, that that can't translate into the tour game. Not not the beautifully architected swings that we see week in and week out that that can't compete right and then he, matt wolf goes and does what he does i love it yeah uh shooting a, uh, you know in the final group the first time he's in a final group on the pga tour he shoots 65 in the final round to win the golf tournament no big deal and when and when uh you know he, he gets in the middle of the fairway um doesn't hit it all that great off the tee and get it way way down there but he hits it in the middle of the fairway has 225 in and hits a five iron and goes right at the flag, not the middle of the green, right at the flag, misses it just left, and then makes that putt on the final hole to uh, leapfrog past Bryson DeChambeau. Eagles flying all over yes. the place on that final hole. I mean, Bryson thought he, worst case, he's going to be in a playoff, right? And then he just gets absolutely stunned uh, by Matt Wolf. And, and, and by the way, Matt, congratulations. And you put the rest of the golf world on notice. Look, this guy is here. He's uh, among the favorites again this week, as well as Victor Hovland. I mean, th- there's a crop of young players that are just playing some tremendous golf. I love it. I, I think this is 
I really will give Tiger Woods some credit here. I think these these players, the, these kids, they grew up watching Tiger just jump on the scene and win everything. Um, you, you know, you might even start to switch to Rory McIlroy type fans as, as these kids get younger and younger, and Tiger gets older and older. But nonetheless, it, it is not a, a tour anymore where you have to go cut your teeth on making some cuts and be a journeyman and then think about winning some five or six years down the road. Man, it, it is look, it, this is golf. I'm really good at it. I don't care what kind of purse we're playing for or who else is playing alongside. I just go play good golf and win golf tournaments. It's what I do, and that's what these kids are doing. You know, and the great thing about it was growing up, you know, all of his coaches, his college coach, that kind of thing, he, they filled his mind with, you're the type of guy that when you get in these situations um, that you rise to the occasion and you can win golf tournaments like this. But like you said, 20 years old, um, came out of Oklahoma State. After the U.S. Open, he uh, turned professional. And uh, get this, he won five other times other than the NCAA championship, which he won. He won five other times uh, as a um, golfer, a collegiate golfer, last year. And his scoring average was the single best season mark in college golf history at 68.36. Ooh. 68.36. Now, for last week, he tied for sixth in greens in regulation, 83%. And it, um, his strokes gained putting, he was uh, almost 3.5 strokes gained putting. And Tita Green, he was 3.3 in strokes gained. So this kid can golf his ball. This guy plays extremely well. And uh, we're going to see a lot of this kid going forward. I love it, by the way. I, I don't, you know, Jim Furyk stuck to his swing. He didn't try to do anything and become Adam Scott or Ernie Els would probably be more appropriate exactly. back in the day. He stuck with what it was, and and it's been successful. And you know, Jim Furyk's been relatively injury free uh, throughout his career uh, mm-hmm. as well with that type of swing. So Matt Wolf comes in. He's got this little hitch and giddy up to just cut a trigger move, and then he takes it way steep coming up, and then just drops it in there and makes an incredible turn. He's got all kinds of Elvis. Uh, legs going there in the middle of it all and 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 yet it comes together absolutely perfectly and he stripes it and i can't say bob uh i I have to admit i found myself on the range doing a little (laughs) matt wolf this week i'm not and you know what is funny is out at the club there was a couple of uh younger swing the start of the swing I, i don't know how to do the swing (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that, it's a lot of there's a lot going on in the swing, but just the little hitch, the little yep. little hip hip check, you know, right before you take it away. Yeah, and I started messing around with it, and a couple of the junior golfers were were standing there, and everybody started doing it, and everyone's like, "I want, I, I, yeah, I like this," and I, I, I'm not gonna lie. The first time I did it, I think I striped it the best I did it the whole day. I don't know if there's maybe maybe you just quit thinking or it puts you in that little little bit of a rhythm, but uh, you know what? My, my as I was watching that golf tournament with my dad, he said. You know, that's pretty cool, but I don't think he's going to be starting any trends with that type of swing. And I just kind of chuckled. Don't and I said, golf's such a funny game yep. that it wouldn't surprise me if it did start a trend. And um, wouldn't you know, I had actually had an instructor that came up to me and said, this is going to change everything about golf instruction. You think about how we, he brings that thing straight up, and then he drops, and he creates so much room. I, I think this is, this is the way you got to start teaching. And I'm like, there we go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it's, you know, it's a... It's an interesting thing. You talked about rhythm, and you just mentioned the word rhythm. That 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 little hitch move to the to the left, kind of getting his his hips going, um, is almost like a waggle. You know how yeah. how you waggle to create to to lose some tension and stuff like that. He gets that little hip move quirk, and then 
man, off he goes. Uh, that's that's just about getting that golf swing moving, and and it works for him. Well, hats off, Matt Wolf. You made a fan out of me and many others, and I think it's cool what you did. It's awesome the way you played. And uh, look, uh, unique swing or not, everyone's got something unique, and that's what he'll be known for. But uh, regardless, it's not like a Hao Tong Lee or anything. I mean, it's not like it's this crazy kick out finish swing that right. you know that looks right. like our you know Ned's buddy Paul out there, you know, uh, trying to trying to swing a golf club, but. Um, you know, at, at the end of the day, the guy's got a lot of game, and I think he put the PGA Tour on notice. Also, before we go to break here after this first segment, got to mention our, our good friend Grace Summerhays, 14 years young, and just the fourth female ever to qualify for the Utah State Amateur Championship. This is the men's event, typically. This is not that it's specified, but it's, this is the one the men play in, and she not only is the fourth female to qualify, but the youngest female to qualify. Not only does she qualify, but she goes out and makes it through the two-day stroke play and qualifies for match play. She lost her first match, but hats off, 14 years young. This girl has a ton of game, and what she's doing out there is certainly worth noting. And it just goes back to our initial conversation about these players, younger and younger, are jumping onto the stage fearless and out there just uh, you know enjoying the competition of playing golf. Yeah, I had a chance to play with her just uh, just a little about a week ago, and um, my thoughts were, yeah, she's you know she's playing from the men's tee, she's playing a golf course at seventy three hundred yards. I thought you know she might be at a little bit of a deficit. She shot two over the first day and even par the second day, and breezed into the match play. Yeah, really impressive stuff. So congratulations, Grace. Boyd Summerhays, her dad, who you know is uh, Tony Finau's coach and Wyndham Clark's coach and others. So uh, Wyndham Clark Platter had a nice tournament at the 3M yes. last week as well. So uh, anyway, some interesting and fun storylines. When we come back, Jeff Babineau will join us. We'll get into a little more open championship preview. We'll get his take on uh, Matt Wolf and CFL Babs is out there doing a little hip check prior to taking the club back. That's all coming up next as we continue right here on Real Golf Radio. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried & Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried & Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedJensen.com. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. So you've thought about LASIK surgery, but you're hesitant. 
I get it. It's your eyes, and while it's a hassle to deal with contacts and glasses, the thought of a laser in your eye sounds painful and scary. Well, let me tell you, I had the same feelings until I went to Hoops Vision for my free evaluation. I was super impressed with the time they spent, and they put all my concerns to rest. I left excited and confident knowing that I was in the best hands with the latest technology. The day of the surgery was easy. No pain, comfortable massage chairs, and warm chocolate chip cookies to help me relax. And then the miracle. Within a few minutes, I could see. It's an amazing feeling, and now I can see where my golf ball goes, and I enjoy wearing sunglasses and not dealing with contacts that dry up out in the sun and the wind. It's why major champions like Mike Weir chose Hoops Vision. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with new techniques such as smile and camera, there are more options than ever before. Visit HoopsVision.com today and schedule your free consultation. Mention Real Golf Radio, and you could save $1,000 off your procedure. More choices, more experience, better vision at Hoops Vision. Tee it up at Uinta Golf with their sizzling summer savings specials. Look for hot deals on items like TaylorMade TP5 Picks Golf Balls, now two dozen for only $80. Cleveland CVX Wedges for only $99.99. That's a $30 savings. And save up to $200 on Rogue Irons. Just a few of the hot specials you'll find now at Uinta Golf Shop sizzling summer savings. Uinta Golf, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee, serving golfers since 1970. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us here on Real Golf Radio as we preview the 148th Open Championship Royal Port Rush in Ireland. And the segment is brought to you in part by Callaway Golf and the Chrome Soft and Chrome Soft X, the ball that changed the ball. You can see it at CallawayGolf.com. Chrome Soft X now available with triple track technology. They also have the Chrome Soft available in the Truvis Suites. So if you uh, are a card player, you want to do something a little unique, you got, uh, you got four options there as well. So check it out, CallawayGolf.com. All right, we're pleased to continue our conversation and welcome in, as promised, our next guest, guest is a good friend of ours. Jeff Babineau joining us uh, once again. Hey, Jeff, how are you, man? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing today? So the question on the table is, have you tried the Matt Wolf little hitch before you take your backswing? <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, that's quite a move with that knee trigger up front. And that was awesome. I tell you what, that was one of the more fun Sundays of the year for sure. Yeah. I just loved the way they kept coming. And, and, you know, Bryson makes that putt on 18, and these guys are standing back in the fairway and, they're already thinking, like, you know, we've got to make four and let's make three. It's just how they think these days. So I love that. I thought it was a, one of the more fun Sundays we've had all year. Yeah, it was – It was. I was telling Brian, it was It was great to watch those guys. Those guys weren't even – it seemed like they weren't even phased with the situation. Huh. Uh, they didn't look huh. like they were nervous at all. And and Wolf from 225 hitting a five iron, and he fires right at the flag. I mean, and, and then uh, – and then um, the other guy, you know, hits it hits it closer yeah. at twenty feet. I mean, it was pretty crazy Mark to watch Howard, those guys yeah. come down right the stretch. Out. Unreal, and I and I love the fact that Matthew Wolf was back there, and he's thinking his caddy, I think, told him, and I loved it. It gave him a little burst of confidence. You know, you've won as much this year as anyone that's here this week. I mean, he's he's won a lot of golf tournaments, so let's go. You know, and I loved it, and I I think that's the biggest difference with the generation we see today, it's just absolutely no fear. I mean, there's no 
uh, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of ease my way in for a couple of years, and there's a lot of intimidation, you know, to hit balls near Tiger Woods or Rory McIlroy. I mean, these guys come out, they seem to have a lot of fun with it, and they just get going. And, and it was awesome to watch two, basically two kids basically secure their tour rights last summer and uh, last weekend for the year and, uh, you know, do it so quickly. Yeah, Jeff Babino joining us here on Real Golf Radio. That was our discussion is there isn't that break-in period anymore where you feel like you have to earn your stripes, man. Kids are coming right out saying, yeah, man, this is what I do. I play golf. I don't care what stage it is. I don't care what your name says on your bag. I'm just going to go out here and win this golf tournament. I mean, it is exciting, and you're starting to see, you know, Victor Hovland and, you know, uh, all these guys are just coming up. It's, you know, the the, the older guys, are they're put on notice, you know. They're, they they want to win. They better keep going. And, uh, you know, it makes you wonder, if, you know, guys, uh, you know, when they're – when their uh, window might close a little bit earlier than, than perhaps it might have in the past. It's tough, yeah. I mean, that 40 to 50 range is tough, and especially when you see these kids, they, they are relentless, and they just keep coming right right off the assembly line. And, you know, if you're a guy out there grinding all year and you maybe have two top tens all year long and you watch these kids out there in their third and fourth tour starts out there competing for a trophy, that's got to just wow you. I mean, that's got to – that should inspire you. Like, Hey, I got to get going. And these kids are coming. They're fearless. They're so talented. I mean, I don't care how Matthew Wolf takes it back. The way he, he comes through from the top is beautiful. And yeah, I mean, he's trusting what he does. I mean, it's so much trust there. He's not thinking about swing. I mean, I was watching, uh, you know, Ricky a little bit was struggling through his ball striker. You could tell he was thinking about swing and rehearsing back swings and, this kid's got his swing down. He just gets up there and lifts a rip. So I just think it's, as a fan, it's fun to watch. And, and I love that these kids just keep coming. Jeff Babino joining us here on Real Golf Radio. All right, so let's talk about the Open a little bit. Uh, you've got uh, Ireland hosting this for the first time in 68 years, Northern Ireland, and Royal Port Rush. Have you had a chance to play over there? I have played. I've played Ireland a handful of times, I'm, I'm blessed enough to say. And uh, Port Rush, I played in the early 2000s. We went over, I think, before the uh, when the Ryder Cup was at the Belfry in '02. We did a week in Ireland, and um, it's fantastic. It's uh, there's just some great golf courses over there. I I think this is going to be a tough open. You know, there's different courses take on different characteristics. You know, you you go to the old course and you pray for wind because if there isn't wind, you think someone's going to go out there and shoot 58. You know, it's short. Uh, this course has some muscle to it. It's a par 71. It's got some kind of raised green, so you're going to see a lot of short game stuff and smallish, you know, guys are going to miss greens, and uh, it's going to be a battle. I, I think that's really cool. I think it's going to be a really cool open. Does this course have to have wind and that kind of thing to uh, to keep no. to keep it tough? Not a lot of it. Yeah, no, I don't think a lot of it. I think sometimes you go and the open is so, so hinged on wind, you know. Uh, and, and like I say, St. Andrews to me, it's great. You know, you have all the tradition there, but if the wind isn't blowing there, these guys are going to tear it up. I mean, they, they're, they're just too good nowadays. And, and a course like that, playing firm and fast, is so short for them. You know, they're getting home on – there's a few par fours there they're getting home on. So uh, this one is not as dependent on the wind. You know, I mean, uh, I think the last time they played the Irish Open there and uh, maybe six or seven years ago, the winning score was like 18 under. But I, I'd be kind of shocked to see half of that this time around. Maybe nine, ten under, or just a couple guys getting double digits under par. Especially if the wind blows, it, it could be a tough one. 
So, Jeff, who do you like? I mean, it, it's hard to not say, you know, Brooks Kepka, uh, you know, for obvious reasons. Yeah, but Rory McIlroy, he's certainly going to be the guy, right? I mean, this is in his backyard, and it's not every every day that when you're from a country like Northern Ireland, you have uh, the biggest, you know, arguably the biggest major championship right there in your backyard. So a lot of pressure on Rory. What do you think? So the, the favorites right now are Rory. At, at, I think Rory's 8-1 to one and Brooks Kepka's 9-1. to one, And you can't look away from what Brooks Kepka's been doing in the majors, and if, and if this is a tougher one, where you know the scoring isn't, you know, there are not a ton of birdies out there, and par is a, a good score in the wind. You got to like Kepka, right? He's so gritty and so tough. Uh, Rory looks in great form; he really does. He, he doesn't seem far off at all this year. On the weeks when he's not winning, he's won a couple nice tournaments. You know, the Players, the Canadian Open, and he just looks really in control of things, which is good for him. But I can't imagine the pressure of a kid from Northern Ireland going back to play an open in Northern Ireland. You know, it's almost been 70 years since uh, that's happened. I just can't imagine the immense pressure. Uh, I think we see it at the Masters where Rory goes there to to try and complete that slam. You know, what he carries in there, pressure-wise, and and I think you know it's it's got to be a factor with him this time around too. It's it's just going to be such a huge spotlight on him that. You know, he'll hopefully embraces it and answers it, but I just think there's a lot on him. So who do you like other than those two, the favorites? I, I mean, I, I think, Bob, maybe it was either me or I don't remember now. We did our way-too-early major predictions. I think you were involved in this as well last fall, and I think yeah, I had Ricky. I, I got Ricky yeah. winning this one. Um, well, you, you mentioned him still yeah. struggling a little bit, but uh, what, what's your thoughts on some of the other players? Uh, you know, maybe a, a Justin Rose or Dustin Johnson we haven't heard from for a while. I wrote down names like Fleetwood. Uh, Bryson, Kuchar, yeah. Stenson, you know, Rom, who won the Irish Open recently. So, I mean, what are some of the guys and some of the names that stand I, out to you? I do like Rom a lot. I think Rom has a nice feel for Ireland and, you know, winning a couple Irish Opens there, he really loves it. Coming in good form, you know, have a, you know, a week of rest this week and, and, uh, ready to go next week. So I like him. Uh, you know, I think the Open Championship is the one that lends itself to, you see experience shine you know it's not all we've been watching the young kids win over here in the u.s but you know i think there it's you see you know that run earlier this decade where you had darren clark and ernie Els and phil all winning in their 40s right i mean molinari a year ago wins at 35 and stenson wins in his 40s a couple years back when he outdueled phil so i just think it's so firm and fast that, that can be 7300 yards over there but you don't think of the length as much of a factor i i think the experience, being able to handle things and handling what side of the draw you're on, you know, mentally, that can be a big hurdle. I, so I, I like guys with some experience. So I, in that boat, I would put like an Adam Scott, maybe to, to focus head in there and, and win an open championship. You should, probably should have clipped Ernie a few years ago. Uh, you have maybe a Kuchar is a nice form this year. and He's in Scotland getting a week of golf in, playing well at the outset there. So you might, you might see some guy in his forties there kind of, kind of nudge across the line uh, before some of these young, young guns. You know, last year at Carnoustie, Tiger was right in the mix with seven holes to play. He was tied for the lead or leading the golf tournament. Um, probably it, nowhere in position where he should have been. We haven't seen Tiger since uh, the U S open. Um, and, and he's, who knows when he's going to get over there, but your thoughts about him and maybe him having a possibility. I, you know, there's a lot of years where Tiger went open to open without playing, but 
I think in those years he was more kind of in tune with the competition side. You know, I mean, he's played, I think he has nine starts in 10 months of the season. So we're averaging less than a start a month. So it's, if he's healthy, I'm just curious why he's not a little more, you know, uh, getting out there and getting into competitive juices going in, in events when it matters. You're not going to, you know, you're not going to be fully tuned up for the Open Championship uh, playing at the medalist down in Florida when it's a million degrees right now. So it's curious. I mean, I, he, he might maybe he's played 10 rounds since winning the Masters out on tour. It's just curious to me why he wouldn't have played. I mean, it, like I said, it's not rare that he goes open to open without playing, but somewhere in there it seemed like there you'd get in a little more golf than he has. And I just wonder, you know, when he shows up under the gun there, there's no advantage to him. He's never played there. It's a new place. So what, uh, you know, how's he going to respond? I, I think in, in a place like that and with the depth of field these days, you're going to be ready to go for 72 holes, you know, not 63 or 54. And, and I just think that's a little tough when you haven't uh, gotten yourself as prepared competitively as maybe you could have. Uh, well said. Those questions will be answered next week for sure. I think we're all anxious to see exactly how he plays. Jeff, we're out of time, but good stuff, man. Always great to catch up with you and enjoy the heat of the summer there in Florida. We'll catch up to you again real soon. Yes, sir. Cheerio. <laughs> uh, it'll be a good one. Jeff Bavino joining. You know, he normally calls us, or we call him when he's over there. He's not going to be over there this year, so if we did get him on, it'd be a local call. So at least save him some money there, right? So Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, good stuff. Our Open Championship preview edition of Real Golf Radio rolls on next. Thanks for being with us here on Real Golf Radio. Callaway's new Apex Irons redefine players' irons. Unmatched feel, distance, and control have been forged to perfection to deliver category-defining performance. Apex Irons are the ultimate forged players' distance iron. Callaway's 360 face cups generate industry-leading distance, unmatched feel, and will get every golfer's attention. Tungsten weighting in each iron fine-tunes launch, trajectory, and delivers tremendous control. See perfection in every shot with the new Apex at your local golf retailer or visit CallawayGolf.com and see what makes Callaway the number one irons in golf. At the first tee, oh, oops. it's the little things in life we pick up. Hey, thank you. That make for a successful future. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks. Oh, you dropped this. Because little things can carry a big impact both on and off the course. Hey, thanks. To learn more, visit thefirsttee.org. The new OGO Alpha Convoy golf bags set a new standard for what cart bags should be. The new OGO Shadow Fuse 304 stand bag is ultra sleek, but there's nothing simple about it. The OGO Alpha is inspired by tactical military gear and high-performance equipment from the outdoor industry. While the Shadow's integrated design and finest performance materials work seamlessly to deliver absolute efficiency for unmatched performance. Both are in stores now, or check it out at OGO.com. Your hands. With the grip, they form the connection between you and your club. In a game where feel is so important to playing your very best, great shots begin with a great grip. For every golfer who wants to play better, there's a Lampkin grip. 
kind of golf ball are you playing? The one you've always played or the one that can actually help you perform better? Because Chrome Soft is the only ball with a graphene-infused dual soft fast core to give you the unheard of combination of crazy long distance that's also incredibly soft. It's why tour guys like Phil Mickelson, Xander Shoffley, and Francesco Molinari keep winning with it. And now Chrome Soft X is available with triple track technology for improved alignment. Get the ball that changed the ball today at CallawayGolf.com. We just changed the putter. Now you need to change yours. A multi-material shaft enabled a radical shift in weight distribution, resulting in a putter designed to improve your actual stroke. Because a better stroke helps make more putts. This is a stroke of genius. Stroke Lab from Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. You're listening to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper talking golf since Jordan Spieth was in first grade. You started it. That's real golf radio. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us. Here on Real Golf Radio, this segment brought to you in part by Odyssey, the number one putter in golf when it comes to major championships, WGC events, and tours worldwide. More players choose Odyssey than any other putter in golf. And by the way, if you haven't tried the new Stroke Lab, what are you waiting for? Uh, I have to admit, I put a little Stroke Lab in play this week. Yes, you did. Um, I went with the uh, Toulon, the Odyssey Toulon version of the Palm Beach with the mm-hmm. Stroke Lab. And it was kind of a little bit of magic, Bob. I'm not going to lie. Uh, the very first putt I made in competition, I should say, first first real round of golf, yeah. I, I made a 15-footer for birdie. There you go. That's always good, right? You talk about the honeymoon phase. Well, how long can it last? How about the second hole? I two-putted for birdie, knocked it on a par 5 and 2, and two-putted for birdie. There you go. Oh, that's pretty good, right? And then the third hole, I hit it about 8 feet above the hole, a little curler down the hill, about 6 inches of break, right in the heart. Start out birdie, birdie, birdie. Let me tell you, the last time I did that, nope, I can't tell you the last time I did that because I don't do that very often. You got the turkey, huh? So I, I did. And then uh, I actually made about a 15-foot par save on the next hole. Um, tapped in for par on the, on, the, on the fifth hole. And on the sixth hole, made another 15-footer for birdie. So four out of six. Are you counting? I see you counting over there. I was just counting putts. Oh, yeah, putts. Well, it was one, three, four, five, seven, eight, eight putts in the first six holes. You got to like that. I don't do that, Bob. You've seen me putt. I don't do that. So something in that, <laughs> that Toulon, I'll just throw a little plug out there for the old Palm Beach there from the Odyssey Toulon. You can check it out at odysseygolf.com. Boy, that's fun. Hey, hey, I want to I throw in a plug too. When okay. You got about an, when you got about an 18-footer with about two and a half feet of break and you need to make it on the 18th hole, yeah, you can bury those too. Uh, for... For the win against your partner. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did that. You did that. <clears throat> I had a chance to beat Bob last week on the 4th of July and uh, got off to a hot start, kind of started leaking some oil, and then uh, wouldn't you know it, he comes back, and uh, I thought I had him right where I wanted him. Tapped in for a little par. Bob had about an 18-footer. It was. It's a very low percentage make, right? I'm thinking I got him, and he makes it. Of course he makes it. Of course I did. Yeah. It's like so Sean Toulon said, you know, a putter in a Casper's hand, usually good things happen. And, that, you know, that's what happened. 
Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, yes, well played. By the way, that was a lot of fun. Uh, a great tradition to get out and play some golf on the 4th of July. We had a lot of fun that day, and Alpine Country Club was absolutely beautiful that day. It was fun. Yep. That was a good time. So awesome. good to be with you, buddy. Always good to play golf with you. It's fun to see you playing golf again. Yeah. Now that, now that you are uh, got your amateur status back and enjoying the game, taking a little pressure off, huh? Yeah. Just, you know, it's not a job anymore. It's it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Well, guys that are still playing for a job and trying to win a Clara Jug at the 148th Open Championship, coming up next week in Northern Ireland. And again, as we've mentioned, it returns for the first time in 68 years. Let's just start right there, Bob. How cool is it to have the uh, Open Rota uh, include Northern Ireland and, and, and have that happen? I, not that there's anything wrong with any of the golf courses in the traditional rota that go around the UK, um, you know, the GB and I, well, Great Britain essentially and Scotland. Right. I mean, but when you get over to Ireland, uh, the way that they're embracing the entire island is embracing this is uh, really, really cool. Well, you know, like you said, it hasn't been there for 68 years. Um, it's, you know, most of their golf that you see is the Irish Open. Uh, and and here you, which was played, you know, two weeks ago at La Hinch, and um, John Rahm won. But here you have the Open Championship um, that crowns the champion golfer of the year that is coming to Northern Ireland to play at uh, Royal Port Rush, and it's it's going to be a great test. It's a golf course that plays just over seventy three hundred yards. Um, it's got four par fives on it, plays to a par seventy two. And, uh, you know, if we don't get a lot of wind, we're going to see a lot of good scores, I think. Yeah, there's no doubt. You, you got to start now looking at hometown favorites, you know, Graham McDowell, Darren Clark, Rory McIlroy. I, I mean, look, uh, GMAC certainly played um, well, uh, got a win earlier this year, played in the U.S. Open at Pebble Beach yeah. where he won back in 2010. Darren Clark hasn't really played a whole lot of golf lately. I think he's, he's more on the Champions Tour. Yeah, he's playing out there, but I think he's 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 going to be more host than than anything. But you look at Rory. I mean, Rory, this is this is on a pedestal for Rory McIlroy. You, you, you remember we Mike Weir is a good friend of ours, uh, obviously from Canada, but has lived here in Utah uh, and been around us for the last twenty plus years, but. He's always talked about how difficult it is as a Canadian to win the Canadian Open. Right. Uh, consider putting, it's not even really, I mean, I mean, you would have to put the PGA Championship, for instance, decided to be hosted there in Canada um, to, to maybe even have something equal. Or, or if you, the Open Championship was for some reason contested in Canada. I know um, some of our UK friends are like going, wow. But anyway, point being, Add the pressure of not only the Canadian Open in your in your your country's Open, but the one of the if not the um, most prestigious tournament in the world to be played in your backyard. I mean, the pressure that's on. But this is this is huge for Rory. Uh, I agree. Uh, I think it is. It's giant for him. Um, hopefully, Rory decides that that uh, that he's going to get to that that event in top form. And have an opportunity to be in the in one of those final groups coming down the stretch on Sunday. Uh, it would be great for Rory uh, to get his second Open Championship, uh, but it would be great for him and his country to win it there in Northern Ireland. The other the other guy uh, from Ireland that you got to talk about is possibly Padraig Harrington. Um, but I, you know, Graham McDowell is another the one that you've mentioned. Just you know, he played well, like you said, he won earlier in the year and he played well at the at the u.s open i think this would be a great opportunity for him as well 
Well, uh, let's let's talk a little bit open championship. What what is your in your mind, Bob, uh, as far as how open championships are played? How do you rank this? I mean, what what's your what what, what order do you put the open in in amongst the four major championships? Uh, I I think as far as I'm concerned, uh, I would put it somewhere between two and three. I think the U.S. Open I, Masters, of course, is always the one that I I look at. Uh, you know, first of the year, uh, top of the heap type of thing. Uh, our nation's championship uh, would would be there uh, a close second or a one A one B I mean, um, and then I and then I would go uh, British Open Championship simply because it's not my Open Championship it's kind of the world other than the United States type of Open Championship and so that's kind of where it would rate with me and then the PGA Championship after that mm. yeah I I yeah, I think you're right I think it's uh, from a red blooded American if you put the Open Championship ahead of the U.S. Open and International Championship I suppose you have to go there from from a prestige standpoint. I, I really do think it's probably Masters one and Open Championship two. I mean, I think you're going okay. green yeah, jacket, green jacket, claret jug. If you if you were talking about in you know outside of American pride, right? Which which we, you and I both both have outside of that, I think you you would have to say probably green jacket, claret jug, you know, and then you know U.S. Yeah. Open and want to make your trophy. I, I think those are the. Those are the order, but I, I'm with you. As far as the way I rank them, uh, I used to basically rank them in order. Uh, the PGA Championship obviously played second now instead of last. Uh, I, I still think that the the Open Championship, with its history is is uh, and and the prestige that goes with it, and being the world's Open, I think has to jump in there. I I, I like the feel of the Open. It's different. I, I like to see the guys playing different kinds of shots. Uh, it's also produced some really awesome drama. Uh, yes. it, it tends to, because of the way the RNA sets it up and they let the players go at it, it you know, it, it's really up to the players as to how they, you know, handle things and, and the way it all turns out. And to me, that's really, really good. I think that's why we saw such a great U.S. Open this year is because the USGA adopted that same sort of philosophy. Yeah, set it up and let them play. You know, it, it's interesting. My dad always said um, when he got on tour that um, his – his goal as far as majors were concerned, excuse me, was to win the U.S. Open. And he won the U.S. Open in 1959 and then uh, won it again in 66, as we know, um, beating Arnold Palmer in that uh, that playoff and coming back from seven strokes down with nine to play. But once he won the Masters, that became his marquee event and realized how, how much Augusta National really honors their champions going forward. Now, having said that, when my dad finally did get over to Europe to play the Open Championship, later in his career, he he basically said that he wished – one of his regrets was that he wished he would have played the Open Championship more because playing Lynx golf and that kind of thing really suited him well with his game. Um, he wasn't a high ball hitter. He was a low ball hitter. Um, he understood how to <clears throat> play it along the ground, that kind of thing, and he really felt he could have won one of those um, had a chance in 1968 to do that at Carnoustie, hit it into the gorse to the left on the 15th hole, and and lost the tournament to Gary Player. But yeah, he really wished he would have had he would have gone over and and had an opportunity to play that that event more. But you think about it, and you know, I think Hogan played one and won it, right? I yeah. mean, that that's sort of amazing lore there. But it was a it was an effort back then to get over yes. and play, and it also yep. meant that you were going to miss several events over here on uh, on the tour in the US. Right. And that meant 
losing money and yes. and that the guys were you know it, it was very much a job back then a good job don't mind you for those that were successful like your father but at the same time you know your dad had 11 kids and he was uh, trying to support you know the family and and making sure that he he took care of what he needed to do and and making a three-week trip you know which it basically took a three-week yep. travel over there it just was something he wasn't willing to do until later in his career and yeah it would have been fun to see him uh win a claret jug for sure yeah, 68, 1968 was the first year. I think the first year he went over. Um, 1968, he won five times, and he was the first player. Now, mind you, guys are making millions of dollars when they win a when they win a golf tournament now. And what, 80, 90 guys every year, almost 100 guys every year win over a million dollars on the PGA Tour. Yeah, my dad was the first one to eclipse the $200,000 mark in a single year earnings. He made $206,000 that year and the first one to ever make that much. Um, and so in 1968, like you said, it was, uh, it was a big deal to, to travel over there and miss golf tournaments back here in the United States on the PGA tour. Yeah, but he nearly got one. And, yes, uh, one, one of the neat follow-up stories is Bob and I had a chance along with, uh, our friend Sal Johnson to play with Billy at Carnoustie in 2005. Ironically, the very, Next time Billy set foot on Carnoustie was in 2005 with us after he had uh, just nearly won the Claret Jug back in 1968 on that very same uh, course. So pretty cool stuff. That's something I'll always treasure, uh, no doubt about it. All right, listen, we're we're, uh, out of time for this segment. We'll come back, uh, wrap things up here for hour number one. Still to come on the back nine, hour number two, we've got a great show for you, including 96 Open champion Tom Lehman. So we continue next. Thanks for joining us. Brian and Bob with you here on Real Golf Radio. Hi, I'm Brent Brown. When I opened Brent Brown Toyota in 1999, I never dreamed that in 2016 would be Utah's number one volume new car dealership. And in early 2017, when we became the number one Metro Toyota dealership in the entire United States in customer loyalty, you can imagine how proud I was of my team. Simply put, no other dealer in Utah, or in the entire region for that matter, has as many repeat customers as Brent Brown Toyota in Orem. At Brent Brown Toyota, bending over backwards isn't just a slogan, it's our mission. And just because you get our low prices doesn't mean you have to give up on great service after the sale. In fact, people drive from all over Utah and beyond to get our incredible deals, and then they send their friends and family. You don't become number one in the nation by taking advantage of people and then never seeing them again. Excellence both during and after the sale is what keeps our customers coming back again and again. That's probably why Time Magazine recently selected us as the quality dealer of the year for Utah. So if it's time to buy a new car, why not buy from the best? Brent Brown, Toyota, and Orem. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. 
Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. So you've thought about LASIK surgery, but you're hesitant. I get it. It's your eyes, and while it's a hassle to deal with contacts and glasses, the thought of a laser in your eye sounds painful and scary. Well, let me tell you, I had the same feelings until I went to Hoops Vision for my free evaluation. I was super impressed with the time they spent, and they put all my concerns to rest. I left excited and confident knowing that I was in the best hands with the latest technology. The day of the surgery was easy. No pain, comfortable massage chairs, and warm chocolate chip cookies to help me relax. And then the miracle. Within a few minutes, I could see. It's an amazing feeling, and now I can see where my golf ball goes, and I enjoy wearing sunglasses and not dealing with contacts that dry up out in the sun and the wind. It's why major champions like Mike Weir chose Hoops Vision. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with new techniques such as smile and camera, there are more options than ever before. Visit HoopsVision.com today and schedule your free consultation. Mention Real Golf Radio, and you could save $1,000 off your procedure. More choices, more experience, better vision at Hoops Vision. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. Right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us. Uh, talking the 148th Open Championship coming up next week at Royal Port Rush in Northern Ireland. Really excited. By the way, future sites include Royal St. George's next year. St. Andrews will be the 150th playing of the Open Championship. Well, appropriately so there at St. Mm-hmm. Andrews. And then Royal Liverpool uh, the year following uh, for the 151st. So interestingly enough... You get that St. Andrews-Liverpool back-to-back. That's what Tiger yep. did in 2005 and 2006. Yeah, and uh, Rory McIlroy was the last one to win at Royal Liverpool the last time they played it there. So here's a couple of fun things about the Open Championship. Uh, Harry Varden, of course, won a record sixth Open Championship back in 1914. That record still stands. Uh, the most Claret Jugs, I shouldn't say Claret Jugs hoisted. Uh, well, let's see. Yeah, he would have got Claret Jugs for all of those. Speaking of the Claret Jug... Uh, it was first awarded 13 years into playing the Open in, 19, in 1873, the first year that St. Andrews hosted the Open Championship. I thought that was interesting. And do you Ooh. remember what was awarded prior to the Claret Jug for winning the Open Championship? I know you do, but this is one that this is this is a good one for your buddies if you're sitting at the 19th hole to talk about what was the first prize. Uh, along with, I'm sure there was some cash involved, but what was the first prize or trophy that a player that won the Open Championship received prior to the Claret Jug in 1873? It was a belt. It was a belt. It was called quote the Challenge Belt. But yeah, it almost there looked like a like a WWF sort of yeah. you know belt that you had, right? Exactly. Yeah. So you had the Challenge Belt. There you go. That's awesome. Yeah. So 13 years into it, they finally came up with the Claret Jug, and that was the first year that it was awarded. Was play, played at Saint, The first year was played at St. Andrews back in 1873. So just a couple of things to, to consider there. Besides Harry Varden winning six, Peter Thompson in the modern era from, from New Zealand and uh, – or Australia, excuse me. Um, he won five times. Tom Watson won the Open Championship five times as well. Incredible. 
Yeah, incredible Otomo. And almost almost got that sixth when Stuart almost Singh got the sixth. won yep. a few years ago. So that'll do it for hour one. Stay tuned. The back nine is next. USA Radio News with Chris Barnes. Tropical Storm Barry taking aim at Louisiana, especially New Orleans. Currently a tropical storm, but expected to be a rain-making hurricane when it comes ashore tomorrow. Here's Hurricane Specialist Eric Blake at the National Hurricane Center. Uh, but we were expecting to move very slowly. Uh, and that's why we're so concerned about the heavy rain risk. Uh, the rain should really begin in earnest uh, overnight Friday into Saturday. Uh, for southeast Louisiana, and then spread northward uh, into Mississippi. A magnitude 4.7 earthquake hit a short time ago, 45 minutes outside Seattle in Snohomish County, Washington. President Trump issuing an executive order requiring the Commerce Department to tally U.S. citizens after the courts blocked his efforts to put a citizenship question on the 2020 census. And this is USA Radio News. Blue Star Medicated Ointment gets five-star reviews from our loyal users for fast relief of the pain and itch of almost any skin irritation. Blue Star soothes insect bites and fungal infections. It really works on the summer rashes I get every year. I had psoriasis on my elbows. Blue Star worked wonders. Amazing stuff. Smear a bit on and the itch is gone. Look for the white box with the Blue Star in the first aid section. Feel Blue Star work fast or your money back. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-215-5141. 800-215-5141. That's 800-215-5141. House Republican leader Kevin McCarthy is defending the mass deportation raids that are scheduled to begin on Sunday, telling reporters the raids are simply targeting undocumented immigrants who have already been slated for deportation. ICE agents are expected to round up about 2,000 immigrants in at least 10 major cities. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and other Democrats very critical of the raids, saying they'll terrorize migrant children and tear families apart. There's been a break in the case of missing Kentucky mother, Savannah Spurlock, USA Radio's Robin Walensky. Detectives in Kentucky find human remains believed to be that of the body of Savannah Spurlock. The 22-year-old mother of four has been missing for more than six months now. A man by the name of David Sparks, 24 years old, under arrest. He is charged with abuse of a corpse and tampering with physical evidence. Remember, you can find us online. We're at usaradio.com. With a recession ending, if you've been putting off building your business, now is the time to act. General Steel will meet or beat any price on a pre-engineered steel building of the same size and specifications. Act now before steel prices go up. So call us today for free information. Call 800-965-1290. 800 965 1290 800 965 1290 
The president reacting to comments former House Speaker Paul Ryan makes in a book that's due out on Tuesday. On Twitter, Trump writes, the Wisconsin Republicans' record of achievement was atrocious and that he left his party in the lurch, both as a fundraiser and leader. Trump tweeting that that Ryan quit Congress because he didn't know how to win. In Tim Alberta's book, American Carnage, Ryan is quoted as saying that President Trump knows little of government and said his retirement was an escape hatch purposely to get away from President Trump. A controversial citizenship question will not be on the 2020 census as President Trump had wanted, but the president is taking action to determine the number of citizens and non-citizens in the country in other ways. Trump announcing an executive order yesterday that requires every department and agency in the federal government to give the Department of Commerce records about people's known citizenship. Trump said this method will determine citizenship for 90% of the people in the U.S. He said the information can be used by the Census Bureau to create the official census. And the late rocker David Bowie has been memorialized with a new Barbie doll that Mattel's unveiled as a limited edition. Barbie dressed as Bowie's iconic Ziggy Stardust alter ego. You can get it on Mattel's website for 50 bucks. Hey, our website's usaradio.com. And for USA Radio News, I'm Chris Barnes. This is a health warning from Dr. Approved Medical, America's trusted resource for back braces. If you're 65 or older and suffering from back pain, you may qualify to receive an advanced pain-relieving back brace at little or no cost to you. Many people are now using our pain-relieving back brace as an alternative to surgery or harmful medications and experience pain relief that they haven't felt in years. Don't let your back pain turn into something worse. Remember, if you qualify for no money out of pocket, there's nothing to lose and only real pain relief to gain. Our friendly team of experts will handle all paperwork and we'll deliver it for free 800-507-1148 your pain relieving back brace may be covered by medicare at little or no cost to you call our hotline now and get free shipping plus a complimentary easy to use pedometer 800-507-1148 800-507-1148 little to no cost with full insurance payment copay and deductible supply promo subject to qualification while supplies last The second nine, the finishing holes, the closing stretch. It starts now. Here's the back nine, our number two of Real Golf Radio. With the steady stripe it down the middle, make every putt because it's in your blood, Bob Casper, and that better lucky than good handled dragon flipper, Brian Taylor. Here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome in. Hour number two, the back nine of Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you, son of the legendary golfer Billy Casper. Oh, pleased to have you alongside as we preview the 148th Open Championship coming up next week to Northern Ireland. Royal Port Rush, first time in 68 years, and we'll uh, get into all of that uh, with Greg Allen from uh, Radio in Ireland. He's a golf commentator, does a great job, uh, RTE Radio. He'll let us know what the excitement level is and uh, how people are, are gearing up and a little bit of insight on the golf course at Royal Port Rush and what we can expect as we watch the Open Championship there. Also, we'll welcome in the 96 Open Champion, the champion golfer of the year there in 96, Tom Lehman, a good friend of ours. Pleased to welcome him back to the show. And by the way, you know what? Uh, how we bond, Tom and I? Mm. We share the same birthday. There you go. Yeah. 
his uh, he, he of course was born a few years ahead of me, but yes, nonetheless shares that same magical date of March seventh. So uh, we will love to welcome in Tom Lehman to the show, and of course America's favorite caddy stops by as well. Uh, Bob, we we had a fun hour number one. We talked a lot about uh, Matt Wolf and and his uh, great win and uh, what we can expect from him coming up uh, throughout the rest of the season and uh, in into the future for sure for Matt Wolf. The future is bright, uh, having just uh, received his PGA Tour card, got his first win, and uh, he's you know got the exemption for a couple of years it certainly burst onto the scene that's the way you want to do it but um that that, that that was fun if you missed any part hour number one again follow us at realgolfradio.com twitter handle is at real golf give us a follow there and of course you can find us at real golf radio on instagram and facebook as well um we start talking about uh notables uh some of the players you might look at for uh the upcoming open championship i, I think it's tough to pick them but I, I start with Rory McIlroy. I mean, he's the hometown kid. This this is Rory's to, to to win. I think this is the one he's got to get. Yeah, and is he going to be able to stand up to that pressure uh, that's going to be heaped on him as uh, basically the hometown kid? You know, we 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 know every year going into the Masters that he has an opportunity to win the Career Grand Slam, um, and and a lot of that pressure, as I said, is heaped upon him um, to to really stand up and um, and play extremely well that week of the masters in April. And he hasn't been able to do that yet. He's going to have a lot of opportunities to do that, but here you've got an opportunity now to, uh, to play in the open championship. You've got this one and, uh, maybe more in the future, but, uh, but here at, at Royal Port Rush in Northern Ireland. So this is going to be a huge week for him. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to put a lot of uh, weight on his shoulders, no doubt about it. He's got to justify skipping the Irish Open and playing the Scottish Open instead in preparation for next week's Open Championship. We'll get into all that, players and more, right here on Real Golf Radio. You love crushing the long ball. Well, so do the pros. That's why they play Callaway. And that's why Callaway is now the number one driver on major tours worldwide. Led by the Epic Flash, with Flash Face technology, Callaway used artificial intelligence to completely maximize distance and deliver ball speed you didn't even know was possible. Basically, they used crazy science to solve very important things like hitting more bombs. What a world. Go own the tee box like the pros. Build your epic flash driver today at CallawayGolf.com. Hey, guys, losing your hair sucks, and I should know. I've lost mine. And two out of three guys will experience hair loss by the time they're 35. Well, it might be too late for me, but it's not too late for you. Now there's Keeps, the easiest and most affordable way to keep the hair you have. These FDA-approved products used to cost so much, but now, thanks to Keeps, they're finally inexpensive and easy to obtain. For five minutes now and starting at just 10 bucks a month, you'll never have to worry about your hair loss again. So you just sign up, it takes less than five minutes, answer a few simple questions, snap a couple photos, and you complete your online doctor consultation. A licensed physician will review your info, they'll recommend the right treatment for you, and then it's shipped right to your door every three months. Keeps offers generic versions of the only two FDA-approved hair loss products that are out there. And Keeps treatments are up to 90% effective at reducing and stopping further hair loss. So if you suffer from hair loss, the last thing you want to do is wait to see a doctor. For a limited time, you receive your first month of treatment for free. Go to keeps.com slash golf. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash golf. Do it today. Keeps.com slash golf. We just changed the putter. Now you need to change yours. A multi-material shaft enabled a radical shift in weight distribution, resulting in a putter designed to improve your actual stroke. Because a better stroke helps make more putts. This is a stroke of genius. 
Stroke Lab from Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. Big Bertha. It's an iconic name. Some of the longest and straightest clubs in all of golf. Well, now the legend just got even easier to hit. The new Big Bertha irons from Callaway are powered by a suspended energy core, a totally new construction to deliver easy launch, long, consistent distance with incredible sound and feel. This is by far Callaway's easiest to launch distance iron ever. Get big time distance now. Experience Big Bertha irons today at your local golf shop or at CallawayGolf.com. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us. It's time to get out to America's favorite caddy. There are bag rats, and then there are caddies. Pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the PGA Tour. While we can neither confirm nor deny the existence of this legendary looper, here he is, the caddy on Real Golf Radio. And Caddy joins us right now on Real Golf Radio, previewing the 148th Open Championship. What's up, Caddy? So, what I want to know is: it, is it the Open Championship? Is it the British? What is it technically? Mm. Really? Boy, we had this I debate. We had this debate yeah. going back some 20 years on this radio show, haven't we, Bob? Yeah, we have. I mean, it, it really disturbs me when I hear people say the U.S. Masters. That really disturbs me. There's well, no that's US because Masters. over in Europe they have about 50 of them. Okay, so let me let me let me address that comment. Um, <laughs> there is there is the Masters, and then there's everything else. That's correct. Right. Totally agree. Right, and I'm down with it being the Open Championship. I really am. Because to most of the world, they would say there's the Open and everything else. It's not like you could compare a Buick Open, you know, or something like that to the Open, right? Well, yes, and. I'm going to argue, and this is a maybe, because the U.S. Open has always played at a golf course in the United States, right? The Open yes. Championship is supposed to be the championship of the world, right? So what other parts of the world have we played besides Great Britain and Ireland? It's the home of golf. Where else have we, where else have we played? Well, that's Great Britain and Ireland. Where else have we played the Open, cha- the open, if, it's the open if it's the Open Championship? You better be playing it in Asia sometime. You better play it in Australia. I'm I'm gonna push I'm gonna push even further, Caddy. I'm going to say that it is your pilgrimage to the home of golf and the way yeah, golf yeah. began if you're going to win the open championship, right? So I don't care that it's yeah. they, they they the invitation is worldwide. The venues are exclusive to the islands there. I mean that that's that's just it, it is what it is. I like it, Brian Taylor. I think that makes perfect sense. All right. Hey, thanks for agreeing with me. He agrees with you. How about that? Mark that down, Dave. There we go. (laughs) So um, what is unique, speaking of Lynx Golf, what is unique with Lynx Golf, especially as far as the RNA sets up a golf course and how that golf course is going to play? Well, I think the coolest thing is that most of the time they don't set up the golf course. They just stick stick the flag in the ground and put an open championship sign on the first tee and uh, on the tee. You know, that's kind of unique. But although he's gone now, but uh, we miss him. Ivor? Uh, yeah, Ivor. But uh, they, they basically, they kind of don't set up the golf course. They just play it as is. They don't seem to really care whether you shoot 14 over or 26 under. They really don't care. 
it doesn't matter to them. Uh, they let the weather dictate the scores. The greens naturally are slow on the safe side because just in case it blows 400 miles an hour, they better be slow um, rather than fast. And yeah, so that's, that's kind of what's unique about the setup is there isn't one. <laughs> well, uh, that's probably a simplistic version. My guess is is that there's quite a bit going on um, when it when it comes to to the setup and getting things ready. And uh, now, what we were talking to you before we uh, brought you on the air, you've not seen Port Rush, right? I have not seen Port Rush. No, outside of the photos, and it looks spectacular. So, Caddy, uh, when you start thinking about uh, the players, then let's let's talk specifically about the players. You know, Rory McIlroy certainly has to be a favorite. He's, it's his hometown game, really. I mean, that, there's a lot of pressure on him, no doubt about it. Brooks Kepka for what he's done, has to be right up in there. Uh, other names that we're talking about is like a Justin Rose, Ricky Fowler, Matt Kuchar, uh, Tommy Fleetwood, Henrik Stenson, Adam Scott, John Rahm. When, when, you, when you think about, you know, who, who's standing out to you? Who just pops in your head as, you know what, that's a guy you got to watch out for next week. Well, you got it. I mean, you got to think Rory right off the bat. I mean, he's he's going to be a great pick anyway, and he certainly knows the course real well. Um, no, nobody's bringing up the sentimental Graham McDowell pick, huh? That's oh man, it too much. Why don't you bring up Darren Clark while you're at it? Come on. <laughs> well, I think Graham McDowell's got a little more game than Darren Clark has right now. Yeah, and Graham McDowell played well at the U.S. Open, too. Had a chance, um, you know, was getting in the mix yeah. again. Yeah, so uh, I think um, it's interesting to me that none of you mentioned Tiger Woods' name in that last little. I'm not putting it, I'm not putting any stock into Tiger. Bob might disagree, but I'm not putting any stock in. Man, if you don't play a golf tournament in a month and you don't even go over early for some preparation, to me there's just something interesting about that. Noteworthy, I, anyway. I, I, yeah, that's pretty weird. That's pretty weird. The, the not playing at all. Um, I mean, I, I think the only guy who got away with that was Hogan in 53. You know, he played seven times and he won five or six of them. <laughs> by the way, that was pretty cool. He got hit by a bus. I, and I get it, the Tigers had surgeries like he got hit by a bus, but I don't, I don't know that it's the same circumstance. And certainly, doesn't, you know, no disrespect to Hogan, but he didn't have the same depth of field that the Tigers going to be dealing with next week. Well, you just, I mean, I, I, I think it's tough, to, it's tough for anybody to not play one or two weeks prior to a, a championship. And, you know, you, everybody talks about they needed that week to knock a little rust off as as weird as that may sound to people who don't play golf right. 100 days a year, um, it is. I mean, that's everybody says that. So there's there's something to be said for that. I don't know. I don't know. Brian's so, Brian's throwing him under the bus. I'm not. I'm saying I'm saying he's got an opportunity to. You know, we didn't expect him to have any chance last year at Carnoustie, and he was leading the yeah. golf tournament with seven holes to play. I'll so, give you that. Um. So you know, in in my in my thinking, um, I think he's got as good a chance as anybody else does. Well, There's the not a lot of people Tiger, that have Bob, played this course. Yeah, like, like we say, Bob, the thing about Tiger is um, nothing he does is ever going to surprise you and me because we've just seen too much of it up close and personal. It's yeah. just like we're, our, 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 our opinion is altered. You know, you just look, you can't watch that in person for a number of years 
and just not have, you know, seared in your mind forever. This guy can do anything because <laughs> he has. That's <laughs> correct. Yeah. Well, I'm not throwing them under the bus, as you said there, Bob. Um, besides that, we were just talking about Hogan, so the fact that you used that analogy is a little uh, unfair. Well, the fact that you brought it up that way. Well, I'm just saying. So, <laughs> Can't we all get along? <laughs> you know, the other guy we're not mentioning is Jordan Spieth either. No one's mentioning Spieth. No one's mentioned Justin Thomas. You know, the guys that were sort of the uh, the rat pack, you know, they, they, not a lot of mention going that way. Well, Spieth's... Speak, speak. Spieth stock has dropped faster than J.P. Fitzgerald do. Caddied for Rory and then got let go and then went to work for Matthew Wolf. And then Matthew said after two weeks, I want to try another caddy. Then he won. I mean, talk about a caddy nightmare. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that hurts. Yeah. But, um, well, let's look at, uh, you know, somebody asked me one time. I asked, I asked way back when some of the American caddies who were caddying in Europe when I was over there for a tournament. I said, what's the biggest difference? that I don't know about um, versus the U.S. And they said, oh, they said, when you wake up in the morning and you leave the hotel room, before you even look outside, you just put the rain gear on. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Put it on no matter what it looks like outside because you're probably going to have it on at some point in time that day. So they said that's the big difference, you know. Over here we're trying to decide, do I I not bring the umbrella out with me? That's never happening on the Euro Tour. You're never going to the course that's your umbrella. I have a. I was working the uh, the Scottish Open one year, and, and my player, he's like on the range, and he's like, "I said, where's the umbrella?" And he goes, "Ah, we don't need it. You know, it's it's sunny." And I'm like, "Dude, <laughs> I'm pretty sure we're gonna need this umbrella." We're on the. He he goes and runs to the clubhouse and grabs it before we get to the first tee. I'm not kidding. Before we teed it up on the first hole, it is like you're dumping buckets of water on top of it. It just started unloading on us. And I'm just, I am just so using this opportunity. I'm like, yeah, don't need the umbrella, huh? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just letting them have it. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah, it's, it is, uh, it's the bad weather tour. That's what it is. That's what it is. Good stuff, Caddy. Uh, we're short on time, but thanks so much for joining us. Enjoy the Open uh, next week, the British Open, whatever you want to call it. Enjoy it next week at Royal Port Rush, huh? The, the Open Championship. Oh, very well said. Very well said. There you go. That was America's favorite Caddy joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Short break. Uh, preview show continues next. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. 
Tee it up at Uinta Golf with their sizzling summer savings specials. Look for hot deals on items like TaylorMade TP5 Picks Golf Balls, now two dozen for only $80. Cleveland CBX Wedges for only $99.99. That's a $30 savings. And save up to $200 on Rogue Irons. Just a few of the hot specials you'll find now at Uinta Golf Shop sizzling summer savings. Uinta Golf, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee, serving golfers since 1970. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. So you've thought about LASIK surgery, but you're hesitant. I get it. It's your eyes, and while it's a hassle to deal with contacts and glasses, the thought of a laser in your eye sounds painful and scary. Well, let me tell you, I had the same feelings until I went to Hoops Vision for my free evaluation. I was super impressed with the time they spent, and they put all my concerns to rest. I left excited and confident knowing that I was in the best hands with the latest technology. The day of the surgery was easy. No pain, comfortable massage chairs, and warm chocolate chip cookies to help me relax. And then the miracle. Within a few minutes, I could see. It's an amazing feeling, and now I can see where my golf ball goes, and I enjoy wearing sunglasses and not dealing with contacts that dry up out in the sun and the wind. It's why major champions like Mike Weir chose Hoops Vision. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with new techniques such as smile and camera, there are more options than ever before. Visit HoopsVision.com today and schedule your free consultation. Mention Real Golf Radio, and you could save $1,000 off your procedure. More choices, more experience, better vision at Hoops Vision. Hi, fellow sports fans. It's Ned Siegfried. What would we do without sports? Following our favorite sports teams, whether it be the Jazz or the Utes or the Cougs, takes our mind off the many challenges in life. Accidents and their resulting injuries are certainly unexpected challenges that many people are forced to deal with. If you're one of these people, we'd love to talk to you about your situation. Call us at 801-222-2222. We'll talk to you for free. Or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back into Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us on this Open Championship Preview Edition of Real Golf Radio. We're really excited uh, to go out to our next guest who's joining us from Northern Ireland. And, of course, he is a golf correspondent for RTE Radio in Ireland. Uh, certainly pleased to welcome in Mr. Greg Allen. Greg, good morning. How are you? Morning, Brian. Morning, Bob. Really a pleasure to have you uh, on board. And again, just one of our, you know, there's there's a handful of us that have been sitting uh, next to each other in media centers at major championships for um, some 15 or plus years. This is our 20th year doing Real Golf Radio. And, and Greg's one of those guys, he's a consummate professional, does a great job. I love listening to the opens, uh, to the uh, um, the the updates that you provide at these major championships like at Augusta and U.S. Open and so forth. So uh, really a treat to have you on board, Greg. 
Oh, that's very kind. You got me on side straight away. That's very <laughs> kind of you. Well, first of all, uh, before we, we go any further, congratulations on hosting uh, the Open Championship this year. It must be quite a thrill. I'm sure there's a lot of excitement and buzz just a few days away now uh, to the return of the Open after some 68 years. Well, to have the Open and the Ireland of Ireland uh, first time since 1951, it's, it's really hard to quantify what it means uh, for golf in Ireland. Golf is organized in Ireland uh, as a 32-county sport, which means that Northern Ireland and the Republic of Ireland are basically drawn together under the four provinces of Ireland uh, flag, which means Ulster, Connacht, Leinster and Munster. So it's an all-island sport. So this uh, is really, really interesting for us because um, at the moment, the last time I, I saw the estimations, uh, close to half, around 30 to 40% of the tickets have been sold in the Republic of Ireland and clearly it's going to be an extraordinary event for the whole island of Ireland. And um, I am i can't get over really the amount of reaction that there has been uh, uh, here by comparison to other Opens. I mean, the Open is, I've been going since uh, 1994 and uh, Portrush have, they pushed the boat out in this in a manner which is, quite extraordinary. The RNA have taken steps to prepare what is already a world-class course into being one which I think at the end of the Open Championship uh, in just over uh, a week or so's time, I think it's going to be elevated into the top three or top four courses on the Open Championship road out because I've seen the course twice over the last 10 weeks and it is astonishing. It really is. The preparation, the, the actual views themselves are just something you cannot prepare Let's just hope that you have um, and we have blue skies for at least a couple of days, so those views will be will be beamed out across the world. Let alone the quality of the golf course. Hey, so, Greg, like you said, you've had an opportunity to see the golf course, play the golf course in the in the last ten weeks a couple of times. Tell us a little bit about the course, and and you know, is is it going to be what what makes it tough and what doesn't make it tough as far as uh, play for the guys on tour. Well, Portrush has probably had a history in, in the most, I suppose, recent times as not being all that tough. Um, there were, uh, it's a wonderful piece of moving dune land, if you know what I mean. There's lots of hummocks and hollows. There's no flat lies in the fairways. It's not like a Birkdale where you have those flat lies. It is a, an awful lot of moving in the land, and it goes right to the sea's edge. And you also have a, a touch of a headland feel about it out of by the, the fifth hole, which is the most iconic uh, of the par fours, I think, on the course. It, it goes right to the, the edge of the cliffs, uh, but it's linked land right to the edge of the cliffs. Um, over the last, uh, I think, what, 12 years, ever since Rory McIlroy <laughs> shot 61 around there in the North of Ireland Golf Championship in the stroke play qualifying round, I think it's had a reputation of having a couple of soft areas around the ninth and 10th. Uh, which were back-to-back par fives. Um, so the RNA came in when they put the course on the Open Championship Rota, and they considerably stiffened the course. Um, and what they've done is, in particular, they've built two holes, which look like they've been there for 100 years. They've only been there for two years. And it is an incredible piece of work to cut two holes through the dunes. Uh, they are the six, seventh and eighth holes now on the front nine. The par five seventh might be one of the best Linksland Power Fives you're ever going to see straight through the dunes, high dunes on the on the right hand side, little lowland dunes on the left. But it's the way it's been cut into the landscape uh, that has stiffened the course, I think, a little bit uh, because the two holes which they've got not rid of, but they they don't have anymore. The 17th and 18th were the two of the most ordinary holes in the course. So um, 
what they've lost in the 17th and 18th, they're going to gain because they can put lots of corporate tentage there and, and maybe even a media tent perhaps uh, because that's relatively flat land and they've strengthened the course by putting those two new holes straight through the middle of the dunes. It's, it's an astonishing achievement. Um, they've got tunnels through the dunes to allow movement of people. There'll be 43,000 wow. people on the golf course. Um, yeah, it's it's a huge effort by the RNA to bring Port Rush into the 21st century, and they've done it brilliantly. Oh, uh, that is awesome. Greg Allen joining us, uh, RTE Radio in Ireland. So what what do you expect? What type of a player? I mean, you're talking uh, pure links golf here. Uh, what what type of a player? John Rahm won in Lahincha just a couple of weeks ago. Obviously, uh, there's a lot. You mentioned Rory McIlroy. There's a lot going to be attention, a lot of attention placed on him uh, from a hometown perspective. Uh, what do you, What kind of a player, what type of player do you see excelling next week at the Open? Well, you know, the thing about links is that it's never really based on how far you hit it off the tee. So it it opens up the, you know, the, the, the destination of the Claret Jug to maybe 100 players of the, you know, the 156 who'd be playing, maybe even more. I mean, all you have to, to look at is back in 2003 when, when Ben Curtis, who hadn't enjoyed a top 10 finish on the PGA Tour, came to Royal St. George's and won. And he won it by, I think he bogeyed three of the last seven holes. You know, it was just so such a tough golf course um, back then. And, and that was because it was hard and bouncy and wind blew. And that's what you, you really need in links. You need wind to blow. And we saw it in Lahinch at the Irish Open last week, that wind didn't blow. But still, the best player in terms of world ranking position in the field went out and took the tournament by the scruff of the neck at halfway Two under par halfway, he was at John Ram and shot 14 under par on Saturday and Sunday. Um, you know, Lynxland needs a bit of wind. We saw in Troon, you know, in 2016, how we saw Henrik and Phil go at it on the final day. 65 played 63. Uh, you know, great players tend to come to the top in Lynx courses, I think, normally. But you can't rule out uh, the random player who could be not on anybody's radar at the start of the week because Lynx offers a mental challenge, which is not like the relatively, I'm not going to disregard, you know, the, the average course on the PGA Tour, if there is such a thing. But there is a certain generic look to golf courses on TV. And I think what Lynx Golf does with the seaside high dunes and, 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 and I think as well the high levels of agronomy now that are brought to Lynx courses to bring them to a grooming standard, which perhaps hasn't been seen uh, up to maybe five to ten years ago. It brings, it makes them aesthetically very pleasing to look at as well. But to answer your question, I wouldn't rule out somebody from outside the top 100 being in the final group or even in the final two or three groups and having a chance of winning. But really, Port Rush has a strength to it that I think we're going to see the best players thrive. And, and that could be anybody from a Matt Kuchar to a John Ram to a Rory McIlroy to obviously a Brooks Kepka. And look, look at the advantage Brooks Kepka has with Ricky Elliott on his bag. Ricky's, you know, that's his part of the world. Port Rush is where he's from. And he's got a massive advantage, I think, by having the local knowledge. Although it was interesting to hear Rory McIlroy say last week that he didn't remember as much of the course as he thought he might. And, and it was tougher than he remembered it to be. And that mm. might be a tribute to the amount of changes that there are in the course. You know, um, you know having, having said that and talked about, uh, you know, those, those changes and, and the difficult, is this golf course going to be a golf course that is normally plays hard and fast? Uh, we're going to see the ball running a lot. You, you know, typical Lynx style of of play and that kind of thing. Well, the weather over this summer has not been like last summer. If this was this time uh, 12 months ago when we had maybe the biggest drought in, in 20 years, 
uh, in summertime. You'd be looking at a hard firm. Remember what Carnoustie was like. I remember yeah. taking pictures of the, the first fairway in Carnoustie and it was purely brown. Most links in Ireland are now sort of brownie green. We have had very little rain over the last 20 days or so, but before then we'd had a, a fairly lush uh, summer, uh, but plenty of rain. So most links courses aren't struggling for, 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 for green a green look to them. But, you know, if the weather that we're having right here at the moment uh, persists for the next uh, week, uh, we're going to see a golf course which will play relatively fast and running. But if we get any rain at all, it, it could be quite, you know, not, not soft, but it, it'll be less bouncy, certainly, than anything we saw last year in Carnoustie, which was really playing like car park in, in, in parts of the course. And we saw, you know, the, the ferocious 18th in Carnoustie, we saw 400-yard drives. Um, um, with a slight tailwind there because the course is so firm. I don't think we'll see that in Portrush. Greg Allen joining us here, RTE uh, Radio in Ireland. Uh, so who do you, uh, what, what do you expect from a score-wise? Uh, th- that said, you know, with the conditions being such as they are, what do you expect uh, players will shoot? Well, 20 under was, was a score in Troon. And, and, you know, you can get, uh, if the wind doesn't blow, you're going to get something of that nature, um, maybe 16 under. If the wind does blow, Port Rush has enough teeth to, to be a sort of an, an eight under par to 14 under par corridor of winning score. But it's all about wind and length. That's the whole defense of the golf course. The, the golf course has got high dunes with, um, I have to say, they need the, the rough to grow. The reports that I've heard uh, are that it has grown and it's going to be very uh, you know, challenging off the fairway. Uh, last week in Lynch um, for the Irish Open, the rough didn't really come up as much as they had hoped for. But the levels of preparation that have gone into the Open Championship would have been greater than what it went into Lynch. And uh, when I was there 10 weeks ago, you could see that they had planted sort of marram grass off the fairways to, to make the rough a bit more visually, certainly, uh, intimidating. Uh, and one of the things about Port Rush is, a bit unlike other Lynch courses on the island of Ireland, there is a very deep, dark green rough that you can find in Port Rush, which is lost ball territory for poor amateurs like myself. <laughs> Obviously, there's plenty of ball spotters out there to find. But I remember I, 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 had an, I was in a particular position left of the 10th green uh, about uh, what, uh, eight weeks ago, and it was a virtually unplayable lie, and I was eight feet off the tightly cut grass. So you can get those lies, and it's just the degree to which that uh, lush area of rough, and with the amount of rain that we've had over the last 10 weeks, up to two weeks ago, certainly, I think it's going to be very challenging off the ferry. So you're looking at a, you know, I, I keep coming, at this name keeps come, coming back into my mind. A Matt Kuchar type of player could do very, very well. Remember, it's not length. It's not a test of length. It's a test of ball control and good short game but ball control more so than length. So I think it doesn't take the big gun out of the hands of players, but I don't think there are, there are as many drivers required uh, in Port Cush as would have been, obviously, in the U.S. Open. Yeah, and, and you know, and, and well, that's no, one of the no, things no, no, I no, like no, about the no, RNA no, and especially sorry. about the Open Championship. You, you know, you're talking about the, the course and, and, and the setup and, and that kind of thing. The RNA does a great job of setting up the golf course the way they want it, and then they let the guys go play. And, and it doesn't matter... Um, if the score is even par or over par or, like you said, 20 under par, like they had at Turnberry, um, they, they crown a great champion, a great champion golfer of the year. Well, exactly. I mean, Burkdale would have had a, a really good reputation as being a strong, you know, tough uh, links course. I mean, remember Padraig Harrington back in 2008 
uh, I think, over par, won it uh, back then, but didn't stop Brandon Grace shooting a 62 there two years ago. So, uh, you know, I keep coming back to this thing. The Ornate don't really mind if it's 20 under or, or five over that wins their, their open. They do like to have um, an entertaining uh, major championship. And uh, I think, you know, they look at the probably the ticket price that people pay and people want to be entertained. And uh, if, if that's players struggling in, in 35 mile an hour wins, so be it. Um, because there's entertainment in that to see how players cope with it with their skill level. And also the fact that you can play links along the ground virtually. You know, you can play uh, a stinger type of shot that doesn't move much higher than 20 feet off the ground and, and run it in from 200 yards. You'll see players, when the wind gets up, you know, chipping, chipping their irons from 120 yards, maybe a seven iron, maybe a, maybe a six iron from 120, 130 yards, running it in if the wind gets up to, to 30, mile an hour, 30 miles an hour, which it could easily do. Uh, but at the, at the moment, we're in a fairly becalmed, sort of state of midsummer here. Um, there aren't high winds, and as I said at the Irish Open last week in the Hinch, while 16 under par was the winning score, uh, it was only a par 70 uh, because the Hinch had no more than 10 to 15 mile an hour winds all week. And if you get that, you're going to get 20 under. Mm. Well, it's going to be exciting. Can't wait for it. Uh, Greg Allen from RTE Radio, a golf presentator uh, presentation. And we really appreciate you uh, taking the time to give us that insight. And uh, we wish you all the best. Wish we were coming over there. We'll miss you next week. But uh, thanks so much uh, for, for giving us an insight look of what it's going to be like next week. Great to talk to you again, Brian and Bob. All right, we'll talk to you again soon. There you go, Greg Allen, RTE Radio. He's a golf commentator, does a great job, and uh, just really uh, fantastic and, and a good friend of ours. So we appreciate him taking a couple of minutes. So we'll take a short break. More Real Golf Radio continues next. So you've thought about LASIK surgery, but you're hesitant. I get it. It's your eyes, and while it's a hassle to deal with contacts and glasses, the thought of a laser in your eye sounds painful and scary. Well, let me tell you, I had the same feelings until I went to Hoops Vision for my free evaluation. I was super impressed with the time they spent, and they put all my concerns to rest. I left excited and confident knowing that I was in the best hands with the latest technology. The day of the surgery was easy. No pain, comfortable massage chairs, and warm chocolate chip cookies to help me relax. And then the miracle. Within a few minutes, I could see. It's an amazing feeling, and now I can see where my golf ball goes, and I enjoy wearing sunglasses and not dealing with contacts that dry up out in the sun and the wind. It's why major champions like Mike Weir chose Hoops Vision. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with new techniques such as smile and camera, there are more options than ever before. Visit HoopsVision.com today and schedule your free consultation. Mention Real Golf Radio, and you could save $1,000 off your procedure. More choices, more experience, better vision at Hoops Vision. And here's Ricky on 12. What a comeback it's been for him today. Pin placement is a little tricky. We're seeing something... uh... Something is getting closer. Holy. What the? And that'll cost him. It can be dangerous to drive while distracted. Yet at any daytime moment, almost 660,000 drivers across the country are using electronic devices while they drive. Join me and commit to always driving distraction-free. We are farmers. The new OGO Alpha Convoy golf bags set a new standard for what cart bags should be. The new OGO Shano Fuse 304 stand bag is ultra sleek, but there's nothing simple about it. The OGO Alpha is inspired by tactical military gear and high-performance equipment from the outdoor industry. 
while the Shadow's integrated design and finest performance materials work seamlessly to deliver absolute efficiency for unmatched performance. Both are in stores now, or check it out at OGO.com. You can tell a lot about a golfer by the way he sets his hands on the club. Is he squeezing the life out of it, or is it like he's cradling a newborn baby? Holding it light so he can feel the club head eliminates tension, increases swing speed, and improves accuracy. These are the things our grips promote. Because the secret to golf isn't how you put your hands on the club, it's the way you put your hands on a wind grip. Win, play your best golf. You love crushing the long ball. Well, so do the pros. That's why they play Callaway. And that's why Callaway is now the number one driver on major tours worldwide. Led by the Epic Flash, with Flash Face technology, Callaway used artificial intelligence to completely maximize distance and deliver ball speed you didn't even know was possible. Basically, they used crazy science to solve very important things like hitting more bombs. What a world. Go own the tee box like the pros. Build your epic flash driver today at CallawayGolf.com. You're listening to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper talking golf since Jordan Spieth was in first grade. You started it. That's real golf radio. All right, welcome back to the show as we preview the 148th Open Championship coming up next week at Royal Port Rush. Pleased to have you alongside and very excited to welcome in our next guest. He's won five times on the PGA Tour, a dozen times on the Champions Tour, and of course he is the champion golfer of the year in 1996, Royal Litham and St. Anne's winning the Open Championship in the Claret Jug. Mr. Tom Lehman, kind enough to join us. Uh, Tom, good morning. How are you? Hey, I'm doing really, really well. It's great to be with you guys. Thank you for taking some time. And you're competing this week also in a senior major there at the uh, senior players. I guess a little lightning get, getting involved in the round, huh? Well, absolutely. Uh, uh, Firestone has always been a great, great golf course. One of the best driving courses uh, that you'll ever play. Narrow fairways, lots of trees, the hangover, the fairways hang over the greens. It's uh, really challenges you off the tee. And I think everybody here is having a great time. Before we get into talking about the Open Championship, you had the opportunity to play at the 3M last week there in Minnesota, where you're from, and uh, you had your son on the bag. How how fun was that? Hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, I, um, Sean, who is now 16, he really, being the last one, you know, I'm 60, he, he missed, he basically missed the whole PGA Tour portion of uh, the rest of the family's life together. You know, he was so young when. I was wrapping up my career. He doesn't remember a whole lot about it. and didn't really experience uh, a whole lot of it. So, so having him you know, just get a taste of it, being inside the ropes, carrying the clubs, uh, you know, being with me, you know, being able to watch Matt Wolf play and shoot 62 on Saturday, I mean, all that was, was really exciting for him. And for me as a dad, it was obviously you can't get any better than that. Do you have an opinion, Tom, on, on Matt Wolf and his swing? I have a big opinion on his game. He's got an amazing <laughs> game. I mean, just a – his um, you know, his swing. Uh, look at everybody. They develop a swing. They learn to swing a certain way, and uh, yeah. with him, it's more of a homegrown thing. Uh, tremendous amount of power, but the way he does it, uh, you know, kind of gives him a big advantage over most people because he has far less face rotation through the ball than most guys do because just because of the way he swings it. You know, he's like a Jim Furyk on steroids. You know, a really straight hitter, uh, but with you know, with speed that's just almost impossible to comprehend. Uh, 
very, very impressive young guy, and he's got a great putting stroke to boot. I just wonder how many guys on the on the range there, the uh, senior players, were trying that little uh, <laughs> that little hitch on the you know the little trigger yeah. move before taking it back this week. Yeah, that's you know that's that that there is. Um, I, I would tell anybody: do not, do not, do not copy that. Well, dang oh, it, I, I, awesome. I've already tried it, Tom. You know, Sean had to play the tournament the, the, the two days after the uh, 3M finished, and the day before he was out there in the range doing that. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, I'm just kind of doing what he does. Look at it. Like, he does it for a reason, you know, and the reason is, is the legitimate reason. It, it somehow or another gets him going. You are, you're doing it just to be cool, so, so, so knock it off. <laughs> you know what's so funny about that? Is I was watching that tournament with my dad, and and uh, he, he says to me, he goes, well, he goes, that's not something that's going to be trendy in golf. And I just laughed. I'm like, you wait. This, this is the kind of stuff that actually would get trendy in golf. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Exactly. <laughs> the story will be like how many careers were ruined early because they tried to do it, that was good. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Hey, um, Tom, tell us about uh, your love for the British Open. I, I assume you're going uh, back over next week uh, to play, and uh, uh, it's going to be a new venue. But um, the British Open in general set up that kind of thing. What do you like about playing um, yeah. Open Championship golf? Well, just the you know, this is my last one, by the way. I'm you know, you're, you're exempt. In, uh, champions are exempt at age 60 now, so this is my last hurrah. Uh, which you know makes it special, and but you know it's, it's just a such a unique style of golf. Uh, the one thing about it that I always appreciated is that, uh, of course, you know always it always pays to be have length and stuff as you hit a string. There's just no no substitute for that. But the, the British Open doesn't insist on that kind of length. It insists on you hitting your line and hitting hitting where you're aiming. Uh, and using your head and then being creative. And, and so the thing I love about it is it's a bit of an equalizer between the shorter hitters and the longer hitters. And, 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 it, and you see a whole variety of guys win that championship. You know, some who are short, some who are long, some who are great putters, some who are great ball strikers. It just, uh, there, it doesn't really um, benefit anybody to do anything if you're hitting a cricket. So, you know, you've got to hit a straight. And if you hit a straight, hit your line and have a decent week putting, you probably can have a good tournament. Have you had a chance to see Port Rush in the, previously? I've never been there. Okay. I'm looking forward. I've heard it's a lot of. I heard it's a great course. I heard it's a lot of fun. Like it's a really fun golf course. Talk to us a little bit about what it means to be an Open champion and and being at fraternity and having the champions dinner that they do there and all that surrounds that opportunity as well. Yeah, the champions dinners uh, they, they hold those at St Andrews uh, and St Andrews only. So okay. it's only when you play St Andrews that you that you have that. And that's you know that's a, a lot of pomp and circumstance. It's really fun. Uh, everybody gets all dressed up and they wear their, you know, big long red coat for the, the secretary of the RNA. You know, it's a very um, formal affair. And then you always get somebody cool to speak, you know, whether it be Arnold speaking or Jack when uh, uh, when he his, had his last tournament there, Peter Thompson. You know, just you, see, you always hear a bunch of amazing stories from, you know, all these amazing heroes that we've had, you know, from so long ago. So, you know, it's a, it's a great night uh, that. You know, but um, the Open Championship itself, just you know, I think worldwide it is probably the biggest tournament in the world. Uh, if you were to kind of go and talk to anybody from any other part of the world besides the United States, you know, that that looks to be the one that people recognize the most. That they probably are most uh, tuned into. Um, 
and uh, therefore it, it carries a huge amount of prestige worldwide. Tom Lehman joining us here. Of course, it won the Open Championship back in in '96. What is your, I guess, fondest memory of of winning? Uh, the, what do you remember about that week? And especially, it's unique when you know a lot of times the 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 gallery comes walking right up 18 with you, huh? They do, and you know, at the, uh, the two memories. You know, first of all, my, you know, it's the only British Open that my dad went to, mm. so he was able to be there to see me win, and uh, so that was you know something very very special. But the, the most vivid memory uh, actually has to do with that 18th hole and the gallery rushing forward because they do it when you hit. I think they've stopped it now, but previously, when you hit the, the approach shot from the 18th green, the, the last group, the gallery rushed forward, and it might be 50 feet in front of the green. I mean, it's, it's just an actual logjam of human beings, and the, the players have to fight their way through the crowd to get to the green. So. That particular year at Lytham, I had a, a security guard who was a, a, a policeman who was my security guy for the week. Big, tall, strong dude, and Kevin Boyles. And so when we, you know, hit that second shot onto the green, and then the whole crowd raced forward, and there was you know 50 yards full of people we had to fight our way through. He kind of grabbed me with one arm, one arm and started just sweeping people to the side with the other, just fighting our way through the crowd. And we got up to the green, and he put his arm around me, and he's, he's been with me the entire week. I'm really and says, hey, Tom, we've been through a lot together, but now you're on your own. A truly memorable moment of, uh, you know, with a really cool guy who is kind of like my part of my posse, part of my team for the week. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, that's what, a, a, what a great story. Great. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Hey, other thing that we had to ask you about, Jeff Babineau was on the show with us, and he said he remembers walking with you at Turnberry after you finished playing. You and your son went out and watched Tom Watson uh, try to win an unprecedented, or I guess Ty, uh, Harry Varden for the, a sixth uh, Claret Jug. What was that like uh, going back out to watch Tom? Oh, you know, I, um, so I played earlier that day, and uh, I told my son, you know, he was, Ten years ago, basically, so he was only about thirteen, twelve or thirteen, and he, you know, hey, let's let's go follow Tom Watson around. And, you know, this this this, this is going to be history in the making. You'll never ever see anything like this again. I think he's going to win. Let, let, let's go watch him play. So we walked back onto the course, and we caught him. We caught him on the third hole, and so he walked the last uh, sixteen holes inside the rooms watching Tom Watson play. And and I tell you what, he played. I mean. Nobody has any idea how good he played. He played so phenomenally that day. Just almost, actually very much unlucky to not win. The second shot on 18, we were right behind him. The shot almost never left the flag. It was just a laser beam. And if it was a line just about two yards shorter, just a hair short of the green, instead of on the front edge, he would have had, a, you know, basically inside of 10 feet for birdie, and, and he would have won that clear jug. But it did a carry just onto the front, barely went over the back, had a really fluffy lie back there, and it didn't come out with the putter like it did the previous hole, and ended up making a bogey and losing the playoff. But you know, for for the two of us to kind of watch that together was was really cool. And you know, and, and Watson, boy, oh boy, what a champion! He, he played like a champion. That's awesome. That's well, cool. Well, Tom, thank you very much for taking some time. We wish you the best over there at Port Rush next week and the rest of this weekend as well at the Senior Players. It's been a good year for you. Started off with a win in Hawaii. Uh, keep it going, man. I'll do my very best. It's always great talking to you guys. Okay, thanks so much for your time. Tom Tom Lehman, kind enough to join us right here on Real Golf Radio. All right, we'll continue our preview show next. Thanks for joining us here on Real Golf Radio.
Hey guys, it's a great time to get into Barbecue Pit Stop, Utah's barbecue pro shop, and get the tools you need to up your barbecue game. Barbecue Pit Stop has the best selection of the best smokers money can buy, like Traeger, Yoder, Big Green Egg, Kamado Joe, and more, plus over 200 rubs and sauces and lots of accessories. I know you're wondering if you really need another grill. Well, a smoker isn't another grill. It's an upgrade from your grill. I haven't turned on my gas grill since the day I got my smoker. Head into one of their three locations in Layton, Salt Lake, or Lehigh, or online at barbecuepitstop.com. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried and Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried and Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. Make you into golf, the place to shop for dads and grads with their summer savings sale happening now. Go faster and farther with the new Callaway Epic Flash Driver with flash face technology for more ball speed and distance. Get custom fit for free today. And measure your distance with Bushnell GPS and range finders and save up to $70. Choose from the Phantom, the Hybrid, or the Tour V4 Shift. Uinta Golf is your place to shop for the hottest golf gear this summer. Uinta Golf, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Hi, I'm Brent Brown. When I opened Brent Brown Toyota in 1999, I never dreamed that in 2016 would be Utah's number one volume new car dealership. And in early 2017, when we became the number one Metro Toyota dealership in the entire United States in customer loyalty, you can imagine how proud I was of my team. Simply put, no other dealer in Utah, or in the entire region for that matter, has as many repeat customers as Brent Brown Toyota in Orem. At Brent Brown Toyota, bending over backwards isn't just a slogan, it's our mission. And just because you get our low prices doesn't mean you have to give up on great service after the sale. In fact, people drive from all over Utah and beyond to get our incredible deals, and then they send their friends and family. You don't become number one in the nation by taking advantage of people and then never seeing them again. Excellence both during and after the sale is what keeps our customers coming back again and again. That's probably why Time Magazine recently selected us as the quality dealer of the year for Utah. So if it's time to buy a new car, why not buy from the best? Brent Brown, Toyota, and Orem. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show, and thanks for joining us. A uh, special thanks goes out to all of our great guests today. Greg Allen from RTE Radio in Ireland joined us. Jeff Babineau, America's favorite caddy, and, of course, Tom Lehman, the 96 Champion Golfer of the Year. Really great to visit with him. What a treat to have all these guests on the show, and thanks to you for tuning in as well. Just a reminder, you can hit us up online at realgolfradio.com. Also, you can check us out on our Instagram page and Facebook at Real Golf Radio and uh, at uh, Real Golf on Twitter as well. Join the conversation. Love to hear from you. Tell us what you think of the show and what you want to hear and all that good stuff. Thanks to Callaway for their sponsorship. All right, Bob, in the minute that we have left, it's time to talk about the favorites. Uh, make our pick. 
holding you to it. Who do you got? Well, you know, I, I look at the I look at the odds, the betting odds. Rory McIlroy's eight to one, Krepka ten to one, Dustin Johnson twelve to one, Rom and Tiger Woods at sixteen to one, um, Ricky Fowler at twenty five to one. Um, I'm got I'm gonna. I'm going to go with – I'm still going to go with Ricky Fowler. Uh, I think it would be a great win for him getting his first major championship um, as as probably my favorite. And then uh, I'm going to go uh, Rory. I'm going to go Rory with the sentimental favorite with Ireland, Northern Ireland. Well, I think you got to continue talking about Brooks Kepka. I mean, the guy has just uh, done everything right. I love the insight from Greg that uh, Ricky Elliott, his uh, caddy, is from Portrush. So yep. I do like that opportunity. But I'm, I'm going with Rory. I want some sentimental. It's been five years since he's won a major. He's played too good of golf this year, and he's got to also justify skipping the Irish Open. So I like Brooksy, Rory, and uh, I'm going to throw a little uh, – Little uh, Tommy Fleetwood in there as well. You just never know You're about that. Throw yet. another one in. I'm throwing Tiger. Not gonna happen. Don't waste your money. All right, that'll do it for <laughs> us. Enjoy the Open Championship, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to Real Golf Radio. Thanks for listening to Brian and Bob on Real Golf Radio. Join us on Twitter at Real Golf or on our website at RealGolfRadio.com. It's been real.